We all like to cross things off our to-do list, but do you sometimes feel frustrated at how long things take to get done? Or do you get completely overwhelmed that you just end up doing nothing at all? In this episode, we're going to talk about the three things to effectively manage your productivity and energy to achieve more while doing less. Welcome to the More Than Worthy podcast. My name is Tatiana Spears. I'm a wife, mama, and proud owner of an overworked espresso machine. I love to learn, but I just couldn't find many resources that integrated my passion for business and faith. So I decided to make my own. The More Than Worthy podcast is a place for ambitious, faith-filled people like you to experience their fullest potential in work and life. I'm sharing insights from my more than 10 years of corporate experience and over 20 years of growing in my faith. I may not have all the answers, but I promise to learn, grow, and laugh with you along the way. Each episode will help you take immediate action on practical insights to grow your business, advance your career, build authentic relationships, and fuel your faith, because you are more than worthy to experience a life you love. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the More Than Worthy podcast, where we're passionate about helping you grow personally and professionally, because you are more than worthy to fulfill your passion and purpose. If you're new here, I want to welcome you to our community of people who love to grow in their career, relationships, and faith. We release a new episode every Monday, so be sure you're subscribed and enable notifications so you never miss an episode. We're going to cover a lot of content in a short amount of time, so be sure to snag our detailed episode notes at morethanworthypodcast.com. For those of you who have been sharing this resource on social media, I just want to say thank you so much. Your support truly means the world to me. And if this or another episode makes a positive impact on your life, I want to invite you to leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. It helps others find this resource so they too can experience positive growth. Today, what I want to talk to you about is managing your energy and productivity. You know, time is the only resource that we don't get back. So wouldn't you want to spend it wisely doing more of the things that matter and less of the things that don't? Our days are filled with a seemingly endless amount of tasks to get done. Emails, reports, laundry, you name it. Somehow we think that if we could work a bit faster, we'd be okay. But trying to do more with our time and squander any time saved by cramming even more things into our already overflowing schedules, you know, finding a quicker way to write our daily emails, for instance, just means we'll start preparing tomorrow's emails sooner. (laughs) Your current understanding about productivity may be holding you back. You don't need to get more done. You need to focus your attention on getting impactful things done at the right time and with optimal energy. In this episode, we'll uncover how being productive starts with identifying unnecessary tasks, how to plan your day around a big three and create an ideal work week, and the power of saying yes and no. The ideas I'm sharing today come from Michael Hyatt's book, Free to Focus, which has absolutely revolutionized the way I think about my time, my energy, and how I approach productivity. I highly recommend this read. Um, So with that, let's get started. Here's key idea number one. Being productive means identifying unnecessary tasks. 
You know, effective productivity should give you more time for rest and to recharge, making you more focused and efficient. But how can you really achieve this? Well, the first step to doing this is to cut the non-essential tasks in your workday. Doing less to be more productive may seem strange, but it is the most important secret to efficiency. Productivity isn't about doing more of everything. It's about doing more of the right things. This means identifying key tasks to focus on and trimming away everything else. You know, in his book, Michael Hyatt talks about evaluating your most common tasks and evaluating your passion and proficiency for each of those tasks. This exercise will help you find the best ones or really the best tasks to really cut out. For example, I have a great appreciation for design, but I'm not really passionate or really proficient as a graphic designer. It takes an enormous amount of energy for me to design something from scratch. While I might enjoy aspects of it, it is draining. What that means for me is that I need to outsource my graphic design needs at work or uh, even in my own business uh, or, or have templates designed so it's quick edit on my part. This gives me room to complete tasks that I'm really passionate and proficient in, like writing. Perhaps bookkeeping bores you and you always get it wrong anyway. So if you can outsource this or start delegating this to other members of your team, then why not do that? By the way, you can apply this same principle to home life as well. I'm actually really scarily proficient at cleaning my house and I actually do kind of enjoy it. You know, I got my salsa music going, I'm doing my thing and I can totally knock it out. But I know for me, as I expand other avenues in my business or uh, have other opportunities to work on things, there is the opportunity to potentially outsource the, kind of that deep cleaning, you know what I'm talking about, where you're really getting into the nooks and crannies. It's the time consuming stuff that may even take an entire Saturday. Well, if I outsource that, you know, maybe hiring a house cleaner a couple times a month to do the deep cleaning stuff. That means more time with my family or more time to work on my business or to make room and margin for something else that's important to me. It's always a good idea to try to spend your time on tasks that you're both passionate and proficient in and doing it in the most enjoyable and high value way to spend your time. By making tasks with high passion proficiency kind of scores, you're guiding your professional uh, journey really in the way you want it to go. So try doing that as an exercise. Try listing out the things that you're both passionate and proficient in, and then making another list where of things that you're not passionate about and you're not proficient. And that will, it's a, it's a quick fire and surefire way to find out what are some things that you can easily cut out. Key idea number two is to be free to focus. You need to learn the power of saying yes and no. It's easy to be overworked and overcommitted. I mean, the hard part is having the, the discipline to prioritize it all. So how is it that some people manage to accomplish so much more than others in the same amount of time? One reason is that highly productive people understand the power of no. Now, I know in today's age right now, especially uh, at this time of this recording, I mean, COVID is in full gear right now. So COVID-19 has almost forced a lot of us to say no to things that we normally would. But even so, even if you are still you know, working from home or you're taking care of the family, sometimes it can be really hard to say no to, to things that are being asked to put on your plate. But people who know the value of their time can say no, both to unnecessary tasks and requests. So this might even mean saying no to good things like volunteer opportunities or a freelance project. People know that if they say yes to that, they're saying no to the important things in their life or the things that they actually want to spend their time doing. 
Saying no like this becomes far easier when you understand that time is a zero-sum game, which means you can't add a few extra hours to your day or find spare time like you find spare change in a sofa. Unlike money or food or some other kind of resource, time is the only resource you can't get more of. When you spend it, it's gone. So what's the bottom line here? Saying no to irrelevant tasks or time wasters means saying yes to your important goals. All right, we're down to our key idea number three. Plan your day around a big three and create an ideal week to aim for. Whether you're running an organization or running your home, there is power in planning your day. Plan your, ra- plan your day really around a big three. Three tasks that you must accomplish or move forward on during that day. These could be your priorities or anything else you want. And then anything else you achieve on top of that is really a bonus. So the advantage of this system is that it forces you to prioritize your objectives. Another great way to boost productivity is by having an ideal week mapped out. Start with a blank week planner and design your perfect week. So what would your ideal week look like? For me, I've used different tools to help me with this. The Full Focus Planner is a great tool and resource also designed by Michael Hyatt. Um, And I've also used another planner called the Self Planner. That's the planner I use right now. And it's really helped me to look at my week at a glance and really use time blocks for different things. So I have blocks for my work, blocks for home, blocks for um, hanging out with Luna or teaching her different things um, as she's learning in her development. And it just helps me to block out my time for the things that matter to me. Uh, So for example, I schedule all of my meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, and that leaves Mondays and Wednesdays to really reserve for my deep work, the the stuff that's going to require that kind of creativity or more of that depth that to actually get work done, because I do not want my life to be a meeting. So anytime someone asks me, Hey, when would you be free to meet? I shoot them over some uh, dates and times that fall within that block of time that I've already set aside for meetings. And so that helps me to know uh, anytime I get tasks or requests, I can put them in those buckets. I can put them in those blocks of times where they fit and they flow with my energy. They flow with my uh, my uh, productivity for the day. So I encourage you to try to do that. Sometimes writing things out, planning things out helps so much just to not only visualize, but to help you plan things out. So for me, what I love to do is actually plan my day really the night before. So after I put Luna to bed, you know, she's she's down for the count. I, I put on my tea and I just spend about 15 minutes in my planner looking at what I need to do for the next day, shifting things around. If I didn't really get to something or I need to push a task to the next day, I go ahead and write it out and move it. So that way when I'm up in the morning and I drink my water, I have my coffee, I already know what I have planned for the day. So I don't have to spend any energy at the start of my day trying to figure it out. I already figured out the night before. So having some sort of physical planner helps in this respect. And obviously life isn't perfect. You know, when we have a clear picture of our mind, what our ideal week looks like, it may not flow that way, but you made the effort and the intention to, to work towards that. And so as you go every week, even if there's a wrench that's kind of thrown into things, it's still helpful to have purpose and intention for your schedule. So we talked about how being productive means identifying unnecessary tasks. We talked about how to be free to focus. You must learn the power of yes and no. We talked about planning your day around the big three and creating an ideal week to aim for. And now I want you to take action. 
take out a piece of paper or pull up the notes application on your phone. And I want you to create a not to do list, you know, we're really good at making to do lists, and they can seem endless for work for home for different things. But I want you to create a not to do one. So as we've seen, the key to enhance productivity is not doing more, but doing more of the right things. So I want you to take a uh, make that list and make categories for not to do lists for your work, for your home, and honestly, even for your relationship. So for example, for work, uh, if you already know, I am not a great writer, like it takes me a long time trying to write something, I can totally do bullet points of something, but I need help wordsmithing it. See if there's a member of your team that can help with the writing process or to proofread. Um, Identifying other team members helps in that regard at work just to see what you can delegate or what you can ask other team members to help you with. And if you have your own business, same thing is true. If social media is just not your thing, uh, you know, you really want to focus on your service or focus on your product considering uh, hiring a freelancer to manage your social media, even if it's two to three hours a week, something something is better than nothing. So just finding ways where you can outsource, the, outsource those things that may seem like time wasters or that really aren't the best use of your time. At home, same thing. You know, there might be, I use the example of, of, of house cleaning, but it really could be anything else. If you know, for example, you and your husband, uh, you know, you guys, may, you guys might be really, really handy and house projects are like your thing and you actually love doing it, awesome. But if you already know, hey, it would probably be worth my time if I actually hired a professional to do, you know, a certain thing around the house, save up to do that because that time, it's again, it's not just money, it's that time that you just don't get back. So if that's something that works for you, try to identify that. And when it comes to relationships, Write a to do a not to do list of things you want to be off limits from. You know, some people sometimes definitely require extra grace, or you might have certain friends or family members uh, that come to you as a guide or or have this trusted relationship with you, but you know that there are just some types of conversations or there's just some types of thing, whether it's gossip or if it's something else that just drains your energy, it may be in the name of someone venting, but really it's just another form of gossip and that just drains you. It's okay for you to say, hey, you know what? I so appreciate you trusting me with this kind of conversation, but honestly, I just, I don't think it really serves us in this conversation to, to talk about this. You know, can you catch me up about your day or, you know, what are some other things that you're doing? You know, changing the subject at that point to be able to limit conversations that really drain your energy. So here's the key takeaway. Productivity isn't about saving a few minutes on each task and using that time to just blindly take on more work. We need to be smarter about which tasks we choose to focus on, ensuring that these are high value jobs that most benefit our business or our home or our family life. If we are more discerning about what we undertake and combine this with high quality rest and recovery, we set ourselves up for a highly productive day and life. And as long as we can negotiate that minefield that is the distractions that surround us, whether it be social media or impromptu calls or, you know, kids who have pent up energy, you know, it's important to be mindful and intentional about how your day is can best serve you and the goals that you have for your life. Remember, you are more than worthy to experience a life you love. <laughs>